Value Town is a production of HearthSim. Find out how to support Value Town by going to patreon.com slash valuetown. What's up, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 168 of Value Town. I'm Chamman V, and today we've got a, a load of folks here today. Gar, of course, uh, we've got Dr. J back, and then we've got Killing All Day after killing everybody <laughs> over over the uh, a weekend. Join us fresh off of HEC America. How's everybody doing today? Fantastic. Fantastic. Okay. Phenomenal. Yeah. After... Doing great. Doing great. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Don't get too excited, guys, after talking about Togwoggle <laughs> right. and everything. You know, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> The the Twitch chat's actually excited about that topic, even though we don't actually have a topic about Togwoggle. But I guess what now we do? Deck of the week, right? Deck of the week is that'll be the topic. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For sure. So, but uh, yeah, we got a lot to talk about today, though. We've got big news. You know, we're me and uh, Gar were talking about just kind of what are we gonna talk about this week? You know, like what's gonna happen? We got we got you know obviously HC America, and then are we gonna talk about Meta again? And then boom, the nerves come out. It's like yeah. You know, we get like obviously a great discussion with the, all, all the uh, cards that are being nerfed. So we are gonna probably spend a lot of time on that, really going through each one, and you know maybe anticipating what life's gonna be like with the cards, you know, the way they are, and uh, what we just generally think about the the nerfs that were announced. And then uh, yeah, then we'll definitely be talking about HTT America, going into details with Killen over here, talking about his experience and what we saw lineup wise, and how it compares to this week with the um, the Asia region have, uh, announcing their their lineups and old guardian had a tweet that kind of compared them all so uh q a at the end as usual but uh why don't we start off like we always do what you guys been doing this week any uh ladder in anything cool start their guests uh killing mm-hmm. when'd you get back man uh, well well i was local for my venue so i oh, was nice. on like a 30 minute drive so i got back uh i haven't really played much hearthstone since just been Taking a taking a little quick break before I start prepping for champs and mm-hmm. had a good weekend of playoffs. So that was basically my week. Yeah, exciting week for sure. Dr. J, how about you? Yeah, you played so you two. Get two sides of this. <laughs> you played two. Big <laughs> 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 top four over there, and then you get the one who went basically o four drop. Um, <laughs> but other than that, my weekend was great. Um, had a lot of fun hanging out with everybody, meeting. I was really excited that. Uh, Killen yeah. made it through. We were all rooting for him, cheering up that. Oh, I got back. I started streaming. I was, like, top 100 in ladder, and then I don't know what happened. Uh, we just kind of fell off the face of the earth, and now we're at, like, 2K. So that's always <laughs> great. We're going to have to grind out of that uh, this week. 2K. How long does it usually take to grind out of that, to get into top 100 range? Uh, it all depends. It's, like, if you get a good streak, it could take, like, a couple hours. Oh, if you don't, then it could take uh, seven years. <laughs> seven so, years. Yeah. Sometimes it just doesn't months. happen. <laughs> yeah, sometimes yeah. you're, you're yeah. forever stuck at 2K. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, all right. Gar, how about you, man? Um, yeah, streaming lead every day and after stream prepping for DreamHack tours. Mm-hmm. Like, I wasn't in an offline event in, I, I don't even know, many months. 
And so that was a lot of fun. I actually, I don't know. I just enjoy prepping for the tournament. I don't know what, mm-hmm. what's so different. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. It's just more enjoyable. I don't know. And I did prep a lot. Yesterday was the exhibition, and today I was like so tired. I slept so much, and then I really felt how mentally exhausted I was. So I'm really excited for that. Um, what'd, you, what'd you bring? Yes, think, what'd you submit? Uh, control lock, control mage, control priest, and even paladin. <laughs> I was like uh, thinking, I was playtesting so much every single day to play, a, bring a fourth control deck, but it's to be on the same level as the other ones, it's impossible. The only thing that could could come close were like control warrior, like something that Fibonacci played. But yeah, it's, it's, that's a fun one. Yeah, it's a fun one. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't necessarily it's, it's win, one. but uh, like, like against the top decks. But I, and I was close to I was close to submitting Shadowwatch Shaman or the Talkwoggle Warlock, which we'll we we will talk about later. Dude, you made a but mistake, the You should have totally is... submitted those. You should have totally. Dude, I, yeah. You would have gotten airtime guaranteed if you would have submitted. <laughs> I was those. so close. I was so close because I was reading too much. I'm like, man, please someone stop me. That has to be a meme. <laughs> it just has to be. Sometimes you just high roll with like bad decks, and you just you know you get like. This, I think this is what happened with Temple Mages, because yeah. there was like this huge hype around <laughs> Temple Mage. It's the best deck in the game and whatnot. I think Doctor J has something to say about that. I and... didn't think it was the best deck in the game, but I definitely uh, when I was in my playtesting, I drew Mana Worm on one a lot, and I was like, wow, this deck's pretty good. And then yeah. in my uh, actual playoff games, I didn't draw Mana Worm in ten games, so that was great. Yeah, I've played my share of it too. It goes in total streaks that way. It's it's crazy, like the win percentage too. Like I, I wish I had the stats in front of me, but the man, the win percentage is crazy when you get Mana Worm turn one uh, with that deck. So. Um, okay, well, anyways, a cool lineup. You know, definitely even Paladin seems to be, um, you know, we were just I talking about it, which is, seems to be obviously popular even in events now. From what, what I've seen, I'm like one of the very, very few that brings Big Spell Mage. I, I've not seen as another lineup with Big Spell Mage. I don't know why. Uh, people really don't feel comfortable with the deck, apparently. I don't think no, it's that bad. It's, it's, it's not that people don't feel comfortable. Like, I have, we have firsthand experience with this because... Two of uh two of our playtest partners, uh, Corrextron and Ray C, are huge on Big Mage, and that's like all they play on ladders sometimes. And they wanted to bring it to playoffs, and I sat there and I told them, "Hey guys, no, the deck, is not, <laughs> the, deck the deck is not the greatest." And they were like, "Yes, it is. It's the greatest thing since Quest Rogue." And I and then I was like, "Play me." And then we played sets, and they realized the deck's not that great. But then why'd you yeah, tell him to bring Igor Mage, Chase? Okay, all right. Well, that was, that <laughs> was, yeah, that exactly. Was Explain <laughs> that. Just, Explain yeah. the logic behind <laughs> that one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm being attacked here. I'm just saying I, I don't like Big Mage. <laughs> bring Mage. Credibility <laughs> has just been, <laughs> been, yeah. been a bit uh, altered there. Oh, that's but no. so funny. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> generally bringing Mage right now. I think it, it, not a lot of people have been doing. So, yeah, hopefully you end up doing well with it. That'd be cool to Hopefully. to see some water elementals. You know, that'd be nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, well, uh, let's see. What else is there in terms of, let's see, news? I want to talk about a little bit of news. Um, oh, one thing I didn't actually realize until these guys told me that was like, it's been around for like a week now is just the, the fact that you can share decks. You know, I didn't really see that until I guess Blizzard's second tweet about it because um, I saw them announce it. I didn't realize they released it on the same day they announced that they were adding that feature. So, um uh, but but guys, like now you can actually go and uh, you know uh, actually borrow your your uh, the deck from your friends. 
So you don't actually have to have any of the cards. You can go and play one of their decks from their collection. Um, it's got to be like a one-on-one kind of dual thing, but still, you know, you're able to do that. So you can play test with your your uh, some of your friends or playing partners. And um, you know, if if you're like my son, he's totally <laughs> wanting to play with all all my cards because he doesn't have any in his deck. So that's been really uh, good thing for him. So give that a try. It's a really cool feature. Uh, I think a lot of people you know love that feature. So kudos to Blizzard for adding that. Um, but the big change, the big change is the big nerfs that were announced. Uh, is it yeah, day before yesterday? I think was it yesterday? Yeah, I think it was yesterday. Maybe early was yesterday. yesterday. Yeah, I mean it was early yeah. yesterday. Um, and yeah, we we had a list of a, a bunch of cards that Ixar was hinting at, uh, there or at least taking a look at, uh, which we talked about last week. But um, not all those cards were included in, in the changes. A good number of them were, but some of the big ones like Terum and Gul'dan uh, were left off. Doom, Doom Guard, you know, some of those. We knew we were, they were going to choose them all, but, um, you know, definitely some of those were, are still really, really good. And uh, we'll see how those do. But let's talk about the cards that did change. So Naga Sea Witch, this is the, the big one that just had to happen. I mean, they were... Reddit ads being bought to, to advertise <laughs> changing this. And yeah, there's all kinds of propaganda to change this card. So no surprise they changed this. Um, you know, any of you guys play Wild much? Uh, not really. Yeah. I've I've played with this once before. Like I played with the Naga Siege before and I was trying mm-hmm. to prepare for a little wild tournament they did that I actually wasn't able to compete in just because yeah. of the dates. But I was playing the Naga Sea Witch, and I would I did this one time. I just would Naga and like four giants, and just won the game. I was like, this is this is absurd. And I love how they didn't they they sat there and they thought about. It. They were like, you know what? We don't just want to kill this card. We want to make sure it never sees the light of day. So they went three mana. Like I don't think I've ever seen a nerf this hard on a card. Well, um, it, it's still cheaper than Aviana. It's still cheaper than Aviana. You know, it's. <laughs> <laughs> in but, the grand yeah. scheme of, of giants. That is true, but you know. Aviana is, um, because you can do things like Aviana Coon, I, and you can't really do that with this card. Um, so What do you call 8-8s? Eight uh, <laughs> a bunch of 8-8s eight on the board? That's still that's, pretty good. That's pretty much Aviana Coon right there. Uh, yeah, but I know what you mean. It, it is a pretty harsh one, but I mean, the card itself, I, mean, I think yeah, people yeah, are just yeah. tired of playing it. Yeah, just playing against the walk of the giants basically like if you look at the top wild yeah. decks there's always one that has giants in it whether it's like warlock or it's whatever class right there i think i think there's like a version of the giant deck in every single class and <laughs> <laughs> only like two or three of them they'll make the top so um yeah it's a it's a good change it's a one that just had to happen i i mean if they change it to seven i mean there's definitely a reason they chose eight right so this must make some of the giants cost something uh, uh, well, may- well, no, actually, when you get to eight, that's when they're free, right? So, yeah, so basically, you can't do anything until then. So, you could still, what, uh, like, I guess, wild growth intervention, you could still do some stuff with Druid, right, to get to this card, but a little but bit. But you're still earlier. gonna have the giants in hand, and then on top of it, you have to have like select giants because if you have like, uh, yeah, mountain giant, you've already went, uh, wild growth intervate, intervate, and stuff. So, um, yeah, 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 that's not really the greatest. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, um, that was the first one that they announced. Uh, obviously, much more relevant in Wild. Uh, the next one we got is Spiteful Summoner. So they changed the cost of Spiteful Summoner from six to seven, which um, doesn't sound like much, you know. Like, but 
uh, you know, a lot of people have been talking about it, and a lot of people think it is huge, and, and they, they wouldn't play it. Mm. So, um, you know, thoughts on this, Killen? What do you think, man? Like, do you think this is uh, do you think this is so big of a change that they won't that spiteful summoner priest and druid will just not exist anymore? Uh, I don't think so. No, I think yeah, it it slows down by a turn every game, but. I mean, Spiteful Druid specifically, you weren't really doing much on 7 anyways, so, like, mm -hmm. it's not like you want to have a powerful curve, like, Spiteful into something else. Like, usually it was, like, the best you could do is Spiteful into Spiteful. It's like, but it'll still be much worse because more removal will be coming out on your opponent's turns now that can deal with it. It's not going to be way too early to be dealt with, but I don't think it'll kill the decks completely, so. I mean, you're still getting 16-16 for 7 mana, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just in terms of stats, or even twelve, twelve—that's still really good, right? For for a single turn. Um, Gar, what do you think, man? You think this is like not playable anymore? Uh, absolutely the opposite. I think nothing has changed pretty much mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. this shows me that Blizzard doesn't understand what the problem is about these cards. Also with the other nerfs, it's like what the problem is with spiteful. It's not that it costs six mana. That's not the problem with the card. Or oh, it comes down. And you know, turn five on the coin. The problem is for right now for the the average you get for ten mana uh, is way too good right now, and you have like a twenty five percent chance or twenty percent chance to get Tyrantos, which is unacceptable because most classes can't deal with it. It's it's kind of stupid. Basically, you lose to RNG, and if this now happens on turn seven or turn six, now you you're getting your Tyrantos. I don't think it makes any difference against most matchups. So. Is this a huge nerf? Absolutely not. Another thing, what Killen already touched on, up on, is the seven mana slot is really bad for most curve decks. I don't think there's any good seven mana card. So basically, mm -hmm. now this is your best seven mana card. You will still play this in spiteful decks, just like before. It's it's gonna be the new best seven mana card, and you will probably just replace the six mana slot with something else. I don't know, Archon Commander, Cairn, something, whatever class is like Paladin has Tarim. But right now, the strongest spiteful deck is Druid, and I don't think it will. This will affect it at okay. all. I, all right. I, I just can't see it. Yeah. yeah. Dr. J, yeah, what about you, man? You yeah, doing? I was just going to say on the bright side, when you're playing your Spiteful Warrior and you decide to reveal the lesser Mithril Spellstone, you now can summon Spiteful herself. So that's a big nerf. <laughs> um, didn't think many people saw that coming. <laughs> I was actually okay. about to say Spiteful wow. Warrior gets nerfed. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in all seriousness, I... Things coming down a turn later is actually, I it sometimes like people don't give credit to how powerful that is. Things coming down a turn later, because in, in this case, it's not that big a deal because you're still dropping just like a huge bomb basically, and like sometimes like uh, Gar was saying, it's Tyrantus and your opponent can't deal with it. But the fact that it comes down a turn later means that you have 12 health for longer in the game and you have 12 health for another turn or you have 16 health or whatever the, whatever the increments are mm -hmm. or you could probably try and set something up. Uh, so I think it hits the deck, but I, I could still see the deck seeing some kind of play. It's, it's really hard to tell with all of these nerfs what decks will see play and what decks won't because it's, it's not like the power level of the cards all around us got even better. It's just that some of these got slightly worse which doesn't yeah. even miss say much because they're obviously absurd in their own place yeah yeah I, i'm gonna agree with you there i mean I, I think that making it seven is is a bigger deal than a lot of people think um 
You know, Warlock didn't have... I guess Warlock was one of those classes that if it wasn't Tarantus, or actually, even if it was Tarantus, it didn't have as big of a problem removing because of Voodoo Dolls and things like that. But, you know, let's just say without Voodoo Dolls, you know, like, Nether is is in play against Spiteful without even doing any damage, depending on what what turn you're going on. And, um, you know, I think other classes, too. You just have the ability to to deal with it um, as they get closer. Maybe even, like, a Spite, like, like a Lich King comes down, you know, and, and that's just less damage, too, or uh, anything like that. So I think it's a pretty big deal. I think that it's still going to be played, at least in the beginning. People will still, I think, stick with spiteful decks and try to build around it. You know, like fill that six slot and see whatever kind of tempo they can keep keep pushing it um, with the the druid. But overall, I think the best way to nerf spiteful is just to have better spells. <laughs> you know, like have spells that they just can't live without. You know that like or have a druid spell that's super strong too. That's not ten mana. You know, that's like four mana or something like that and um you know they'd have to sacrifice it to, to have to play the spiteful right now i don't think that there's a big enough penalty um in priest or druid you know that's why they're they're so popular the um for playing spiteful and and or there's no there's no spell you're giving up that's just so crazy crazy good and um i think that would probably be like just an indirect way of nerfing it without actually nerfing the card itself so um this is probably enough, though, right, guys? I mean, you, you, you uh, I know you don't love it, Gara, but I mean, no, it's fine, right? I mean, I, I think it's going to put it. Like, I mean, it's good that it's nerfed, but yeah. I think it's nerfed in the wrong way. I like the, the 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 change people suggested that it transforms your minion into a bigger minion. Oh, right, right. I think that would have been a way better change of the card. Like, it's still six mana, and then you transform yourself into Tarantus. because, as you said, all spells are really not balanced in a way that you can deal with that. It's also like this additional four four body you get, which yeah. is super awkward. Like you always have to use a board clear and Spiteful Drew would be so bad though, right? If if that's what that even if that turned into a twelve twelve, I mean they rely on that turn. Like this this deck is garbage actually without those huge turns. So um you know, I, I think that if if you reduced it by like even four four, I think that's huge. Like I don't think they would be played at all. Uh, kill what I, do you think? Or, or, or either one. Or Dr. killing, Jay. go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I mean, personally, I don't think like killing spiteful druid would be that bad because yeah. the deck, <laughs> like the concept of the deck, I feel like is just too reliant on drawing specific cards and like I just don't like the way that spiteful druid is built because mm-hmm. like some some games it's insanely powerful when you you're spiteful and then like. Other games, it's like Man Worm when you're playing Mage, and it's like, I like when decks are like more spread out, so like, it feels the same. Well, not that it feels the same, but like, you aren't. You could have different strategies rather than just drawing your spiteful by six, hard mulliganing for it, coining it out, and then like, I I wouldn't mind if they actually killed the card by like making a transform. Hmm. Whereas now, I yeah. think it's still playable. Yeah, it's definitely one of those cards that's kind of curve stone feeling. You know, it's, you just play the, you kind of play your curve all the way up until you know you get into the UI range, and hopefully you have, you get spiteful, and then hopefully you have UI. You know, as it turns ten comes along, and and hopefully you win. So accessible deck, I think it functions well as that, but it's never good to have accessible decks be super powerful. So. Um, you know, toning that down, I think will be good. All right, next card we got Dark Pack. All right, let's get into nerfing some Warlock here. Um, so the change that they made was instead of restoring eight health, it only restores four, which is an interesting decision given that 
you know, one, I think a lot of issues that people have is just the combo making aspect of Dark Pack, you know, being able to, um, you know, kill a, at the time, right, Lackey, right, just uh, just at six or or being able to kill cubes and you're really doing that with very, very little mana. So um, this healing, do you think healing was the big issue here with, with Warlock just being able to, to, you know, win some of those or at least prolong its life and, and you know, being able to finish games that way? Gara, what do you think, man? Um, the heal was too much, I would say. Mm-hmm. And I, I know that a lot of control decks have to run Skulking Geist, like the control yeah, priest. Yeah, they're just doing it right now. Because, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, because of the healing of Dark Pact. But as you said, you can still do the things you wanted to do before. You can still, like, sacrifice Rin on curve. You can still, like, sacrifice the cubes. Mm-hmm. Changing the heal is... I don't know how much it will affect the decks. And, I mean, it definitely nerfs the decks because we already lost healing from Mistress of Mixtures, and now we lose Dark Pact healing, and we have more nerfs to Warlock as well. Um, I think the Warlock will be much weaker to burn decks, definitely, mm-hmm. also with this. Makes sense, uh, right? Yeah, you still have the utili- uh, utility, so I think you will still use this. I don't know if you still use this card. Maybe you will use the, the free drop now more that, you know, that... Uh, the, what is it called? The, the rush one. Yeah. yeah. Dream yeah. catcher. Yeah. Okay. Dream catcher. Because this doesn't heal enough anymore, and you used it as a healing tool. Yeah. And I don't. I don't know if the card is good enough. Like I have like more analysis on it. Like if four healing is good enough as a card. Mm. I don't know. All right. What do you think? Yeah. Killing. Well, I think about this is um, I feel like it's this is more of like a combination nerf, like with the lackey because. The fact that they they didn't really destroy this card, like it's still still fine for doing combos and slight healing. But if they would have just nerfed this by itself, it, no way it would have been enough to like keep down warlocks. So I think they nerfed Lackey a little bit, they nerfed Dark Pack a little bit, and I I kind of like it only because they nerfed Lackey. If they wouldn't have nerfed Lackey, I think they should have hit Dark Pack a little bit more mm-hmm. and maybe made it like two life or something. Yeah, but do you think people will still play this card? Oh, I do. Yeah. yeah, I think they will. Yeah, just well, especially in cube, like where you really need it. Maybe if people are switching over control lock, then they might do a different approach. But cube, you really need things to kill your minions. So I think we'll still see play of this yep. card. Jace, what do you think? Uh, dark pact. Um, this one's really hard. I, I think Kieran hit the hit the nail on the head with the. Uh, Combination nerf with this card and dark, uh, this card and Lackey. Sorry, uh, those needed to be nerfed together. I think Lackey going to six was good. Dark Pack restoring four health is fine. I think it's still playable. Like I don't think it's that bad. I think the eight health was kind of ridiculous for what it did and the combos it <laughs> <Yeah>. enabled. Um, <laughs> but like you could like you could find flex slots. Like for instance, like if people don't want to play this, you could now play the dark possession card. But I think their ultimate goal with these nerfs was trying to balance everything to a point where it didn't feel like there were so many there were so many matchups that were like mm-hmm, right. unwinnable I guess for instance like in the priest in like this makes priest even better against warlock but priest is still bad against this deck and then rogue is bad at worse against these decks but this deck is nerfed overall and I think it was just trying to balance out everything and that's why everything's like none of it none of the cards seem like they got killed or like they won't be playable except for maybe Maybe called arms, maybe. I don't know about that one though. 
Um, so it seemed like all the cards, they just wanted to give it like a soft touch in order to say, hey, look, um, we still want these cards to be like seen because there's not that many good cards right now since we are in the set rotation where it's the first expansion and it's just not as large of a card pool. Uh, and I mean, it's, what was I going to say? It's just, I, I don't know if it's because like, typically if these nerfs happened like a year ago, we would have been like, oh, these cards are all dead. Or if it's just the fact that the cards are so absurd now that these nerfs happen and we're like, yep, it's still playable. Yeah, yeah. So here's a question in terms of this. Um, you know, I, I kind of agree with you that the a lot of these changes have to do with just, you know, kind of trying to moderately change, you know, just how things are balanced right now. You know, one thing with Q-Block and just Control Lock together, if you're just kind of like covering everything, is that Q-Block in particular just doesn't have a crazy bad matchup. You know, like it does decently against everything, even, I mean, even the bad matchups. And that's generally not a good place to be. And what typically happens is like, you know, you nerf something like this and all of a sudden it becomes, you know, weaker to, you know, like a priest or I don't know, maybe even mage. You know, like maybe it's much more killable now, even with, uh, you know, tempo mage or, or burn mage. But, um, you know, does that create more of like a rock, paper, scissors type of thing then? You know, whenever you're making these matchups like just worse now, you know, and you're making the, the you know, mismatch or the, the underdog matchups even worse. So, well, yeah, what do you think? It's, it's, it's the fact that it'd be different if it was like uh, trying to give uh, I don't know an example, but it'd be different if it was like a control warrior versus a freeze mage, and you decided to give control warrior a one mana card that said heal fifty. Like <laughs> obviously you're making the matchup worse for them, <laughs> but it was already a bad matchup, right? Well, the the thing with Q block is Q block I would say is almost like almost 50-50 if not favored against the entire field. Like even priest, I don't think priest is that good against Q block. I think if the Q-Block player knows what they're doing, knows what to keep, then they just beat the Priest a lot of the times. Uh, so I think it was the fact that Q-Block was just such a dominating force in the meta, and making its matchups worse overall doesn't, like, necessarily add on to the Rock, Paper, Scissors effect we have going on, but it makes it says, like, hey, we understand this deck is the most absurd one right now, so we're going to try and balance it with everything else. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, it's kind of interesting because, you know, the time... One of the examples in the hit in the past of an absurd deck, uh, where it was just too dominant, was the shaman deck, right? Mid range shaman. And um, what was funny is that the pros loved that deck because it was the one that that had the highest skill cap, or at least winning the mirrors, you know, and things like that. Really was skill intensive, and you know, the one thing they loved about shaman too is just that you always had a chance to win. You know, so if your piloting ability, your skill in piloting it, really mattered in, into the way it won. It sounds like the Q block had a little bit of that aspects to it too. So are we, I don't know. It's like clearly Q blocks doing well, but is that really the right philosophy to take then? If, if, um, you know, like giving them terrible matchups, is that really the way to go? Uh, you know what I'm getting at though? You know, it's like, yeah. it, it's, it's kind of yeah. counterintuitive. Like these, these two different ways of thinking are completely conflicting. But I think it has also a lot to do with the, how the decks are played. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. what Q-Block does is too broken. Because if anything sticks past turn six, mm-hmm. you do something that is like unremovable. If anything sticks, if a giant sticks, if, if a lucky sticks, if everything sticks, if Skull sticks, mm-hmm. you yeah. do something that is way too overpowered, way too strong. I don't know yeah. if... But isn't Cube the issue then? Like... Why aren't we doing something about Cube instead? 
Uh, I don't think Cube is necessarily the issue. Um, I think it's I, honestly at the end of the day, the biggest issue in Hearthstone is cheating stuff out. Like for instance, let's say Skull wasn't a card. Let's say Lackey wasn't a card. Um, honestly, Cube seems fine because they would have to do something like uh, tempo to Doom Guard, which risks discarding the Cube in the Dark Pact. All right, and then they you have to not answer the Doom Guard, and then they have to do their combo. Yeah. Um, whereas now yeah. it's like you, they play Lackey, you're not going to answer Lackey because it's going to pull something out. Then they trade the lackey off because you're forced to play minions. Then they do the combo since they have the appropriate mana. So it's literally just the issue with Harshner right now is just cheating stuff out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another issue I see with nerfing the cube directly is obviously control lock is also really powerful right now. And mm-hmm. I feel like if they just nerf the cube aspect of it, then control locks would just still be predominant in the meta. So this mm-hmm. dark pack nerf and the lackey nerf hits both the warlock decks that are really strong right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the the thing with the lack, we're about to talk about lackey too. Um, yeah. The cheating mana seems to be the biggest thing, and it's so f- interesting that they chose to to do the whole cheating mana in in kobolds and catacombs because cards are balanced based on their cost <laughs> and what they are. So, I mean, the way that they tried to make up for it, especially with lackey, right, is to give uh, a minion a, a very terrible baseline stat, like a two two. But clearly, that doesn't matter, right? Like that—that's not a very effective way of of uh, counteracting the the advantages you get from from um, you cheating cards out. So, I wonder if that's a lesson that they learn. Like, there's been no mention of it. You know, like I think one thing that XR said in that um, interview in IGN with Cam is that um, you know one of the things that that they feel like is a problematic thing is just the fact that you can't cheat mana. So they're trying to move that later. You know, like we kind of seen seeing that, right? With like Lackey, and we're seeing that even just some degree with uh, um, the Naga Sea Witch. But you know, it's, it's like I don't know if that was. I guess that's the only thing maybe you can do if, if without actually just removing the card and redesigning the card, right? Um, so I don't know. Kind of looking back on it, I feel like that was a mistake to really. Um, you know, go that route in, in Kobolds and Catacombs and having to make up for it. But anyways, kind of circling back to Dark Pack. Uh, yeah, so it, it looks like, you know, it's, it's a pretty decent change here. And then kind of, kind of moving into um, Possessed Lackey here, they increased the cost of it to six instead of five. So um, let's talk about this. Like, how big of an impact do you think this is? In, um, let's just talk about against aggro and then obviously in, in against, like, control. Um, what do you think? I think from all the cards, this is the biggest nerve. Okay. Just from looking at it. Uh, Again, Dark Pact was nerfed as well. And I think, like, cheating from 5 mana to 9 mana is a huge difference than from 6 mana to 9 mana. And also, like, in the actual game. Because aggro decks kill you turn 6, turn 7. And you, like, right, right now, Lecky feels oftentimes too slow. Like, going Lecky into Dark Pact. Because you oftentimes have to play Lecky on curve. And then pray they don't have a spell breaker. Else yeah. you die. And playing it on 6... Right now, you will probably die almost always, even if they don't have a spellbreaker. Yeah. So, Lecky impact on seven is definitely too slow, and it's not. It doesn't even give you the healing anymore like before. Like usually, you are already like super low on life, and now you don't even get the healing, and it's slower. So, I think this is insane nerf, definitely, in both Q block and control. Huge yeah, game. yeah, I agree. I feel like. It's just going to be 
too slow. Just the way Warlock lines up with aggro, um, just gonna be way too late, and it's not gonna be the cheating. The void lord out's not gonna matter because you'll either get burned out or they'll have silence lined up, and you really need it on turn five. So I don't even know if it'll be playable anymore. Really? Wow, that's huge. Um, okay, yeah, you feel that that way too, Jace? Like, do you think this is this card's dead now? Uh, I think it'll probably be played in Q block if it's played. I don't see this being played in Control Warlock because Control Warlock, you could like if you mm -hmm. really wanted to try and get like a ton on board, you could play something like uh, Rod and Apple Bomb or just something yep. like that. Or Scud. I think it would go Scud now. Yeah. So like, so like Lackey, it's it's. I would say you played in Q block just because there is that case where you play this on six, you get a Doom Guard out, and you can do stupid things. But um, and Control Warlock, like I remember, I think it was Nobbord at one point was like running a Control Warlock build that either played one or none of these, even when it was at five mana, and it was still you still like top ten legend. Uh, I think he finally <laughs> committed to saying like this card's good enough to play, and he put two of them back in. But like the deck could be playable without it, so like yeah. why put a worse card when that could be like a apple bomb, maybe more removal. I, like I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've been trying recently. Is like I was kind of preparing for this nerf, so I've been running a control log with apple bombs and just more taunts and expecting something was going to happen to Lackey. It doesn't like, matter. I always draw Void Lords anyways when I have Lackeys, so <laughs> I don't get any value from it anyways. It's brutal. I think if, especially if people still run double silence for whatever reason, or like yeah. triple silence or whatever, then then, <laughs> then yeah. I, I think people would go away from it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, that's that's a pretty big nerf then. You know, I think they kind of, probably a mission accomplished, I think, there, if, if it's not going to get played. Um, let's see what the next one is here. Oh, here we go. Call yeah. to Arms. My call to Arms, your favorite <laughs> one. Okay, so... I call, hated this card. Call to Arms, yet again, just another mana cost, you know, like, going up, and um, it, it changes the dynamic of this card a lot, given that it's been played, obviously, in an even, you know, Gen deck, and now that you move it to an odd number, it, it you know, changes it in a huge, huge way. So um, now we're going to... I guess the the real conversation is whether it's played in a Baku deck at five, um, and then maybe talk about like whether it would get played at five in a Murloc Paladin. You know, something that has no no restriction in terms of deck building. The first, okay, can I start? Okay, the yeah, first thing that came to my mind, I think they they killed the most played archetype that is in the game right now, which is even Paladin. I mm -hmm. think it's the most popular one. Mm -hmm. I, I think, think it's just even totally Paladin, dead. Like. I don't think this card can be replaced in Even Paladin. That's the whole reason why you play Even Paladin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yep, I agree. So that's huge, right? That will definitely change the meta or how Hearthstone feels because it's the most played deck right now. Mm -hmm. um, and then the meta will adjust to whatever will be the most played deck afterwards. That's how you fix it. You just killed the top number one deck. Kill the number one deck. Good. It's gone forever, and then all of a sudden you change meta. Right? Like, it needed to be gone. gone. I hated that deck. <laughs> I mean, the biggest question mark everyone has is will Odd Paladin now replace even Paladin? Yeah. Just because you can play now Cold Worms. And yeah. yeah, a lot of people say, yes, you only pull garbage one drops, but the deck is all about just flooding board and playing garbage cards. <laughs> and Cold Worms <laughs> is not so garbage as a card. So. Okay, well, let's talk about that. Like, do. 
Does the uh, Baku deck need to run more one drops because of this card now, or is like the existing build have enough one drops so that you know it has enough to fill three of these? I mean, it's going to be like six cards, like six additional cards to get thrown down from this. And um, you know, Baku generally, you know, you're you're wanting to play one drops a lot. So um, how does it? How do you think it changes the actual deck building for a Baku deck? I feel like. They already ran enough one-drops just mm -hmm. because of the nature of the deck and how much they wanted to flood the board. Mm -hmm. So I feel like you wouldn't have to like cut some of your later game curves to put in one-drops. Because mm -hmm. you're not going to be like... It's going to be like... Cold Arms isn't going to be as powerful as a play as it was in even Paladin, for sure. So you won't be playing like double Cold Arms every game and like thinning your deck and like like that so you don't have to worry about having x amount of one drops in mm -hmm. i think personally uh well i was gonna say about this card is like the one thing i could the one redeeming factor i could see and maybe it being played in odd paladin for is the fact that pulling righteous protector off this card is absolutely absurd yeah, yeah. like just pull like like you pull two righteous protectors and a dire mall or you pull two two righteous protectors and a argent squire and that's honestly not half bad um, however, it's five mana, it, it's, it, it's, I don't, I don't think it makes the cut, to be honest, but I wouldn't be surprised if it did, just because flooding the board is good. Yeah, yeah, flooding the board's good, but I don't know, I'm, I'm actually torn on this card, I mean, I, I could see playing one, I don't know about playing two. And, and you know, it's definitely one of those questions where if you're going to play one, you, you, like usually you just play two. Um, but it's so much worse. I mean, flooding, I get y'all's point about flooding the board, but I mean, one drops, like comparing it to even the Gen play, right? I mean, we're talking about one less or one more mana. And on top of that, the, the, the actual value you get from it is just not, not great. Like it's actually way worse than five mana if you think about it. So... yeah. Like, I mean, I know the strategy of the deck isn't that, you know, like, plays a part in it, but I feel like we can we can pick a lot of different cards that at least generate one token. You know, like, at least two things that fall on the board. So, and, and those two things are probably better than one drops, too. So, is that actually better than having three one drops? You know, it's... It's, it's like, it could be decent in the deck, but I don't think it will increase the power level of the deck by so much. That's what it comes down to, right? Like, if yeah, you play this I, I don't actually, not, Right. Like, I don't, I don't think it makes it necessarily better or worse um, yeah. adding this to it. So, uh, but you guys are saying that you, you think it would be a little bit better, though, right? Or people would still run it. Like, At the very least, it'd be even, right? <laughs> yeah. Are you talking about the card? Oh. <laughs> yeah. uh, the card would definitely be worse in Odd Paladin. Just because you don't have like Terum and yeah, of course, all the synergy, but it, I don't know if it'll be completely unplayable. Hmm. I think it will really be a Merak Paladin or something like that. That will just yeah. So let, let's talk about that. So, so let's talk about a Paladin that has no deck, you know, deck building restrictions, and there's you know you you're not going to only get one drops or only get two drops, right? When you when you drop this thing, you're going to get a mixture, which was kind of what it was originally intended to do. So with Murloc Paladin. Um, you know, do you think this is playable in Murloc Paladin? I think so because uh, of the mana slot. I think Paladin has already good four mana cards. You have yeah. Kings, you have True Silver, you have Gentle Megasaur. So then you had called, we had like 12 four mana cards. And now you don't really have too many great cards for five mana. 
and then it just fits and mm-hmm. yeah maybe it doesn't even make spiteful paladin a bit stronger i'm not sure it could be because yeah, you played call to arms already because you already play call to arms in in spiteful power for four mana so for five mana it's definitely better oh okay i see what you mean i also still think it's good mm-hmm. if there's a control pally to come along or some kind of control paladin to come just into the forefront. Like this card is also just good in that because pulling two loot hoarders and a pyro or two loot hoarders and a beetle is still mm-hmm. absolutely absurd because it's basically draw three cards, put them on the field, and then draw two more cards. Like that's just really good. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah. It's yeah. definitely playable. In for two, for two mana minions, it seems different. Mm-hmm. I'm just glad even paladin is no longer a deck. Yeah. yeah. Just think yeah. about the difference there, guys. Like. Even Paladin was cheaper and it guaranteed three better minions than what, what we had before. That's, that's kind of insane. <laughs> like looking how much different yeah. it is now. Uh, and still maybe even playable. So yeah, one thing about I would say about with the Murloc Paladin too is that this this flows into the Terum turn too pretty well. So um, you know, you don't really have that, right, with uh, Baku decks because there's no Terum. So that's that's I think one aspect of it that that kind of seems to make sense too but um yeah i i'm surprised like there i feel like the initial reaction was that people thought that nothing would change like with these some of these these um nerfs but it's like man i, I don't know how people could see that because i think a lot of these uh cards are going to change uh, drastically pretty i think definitely hunter will like just like my prediction i think hunter will be much stronger now with these nerfs Okay. Um, yeah. Let's let's talk about the reaction to the meta, like in terms of other classes, after we uh, finish this last one, which is the Crystal Core. All right. So this one, the actual minions turn into four fours instead of five fives, and man, that's a big difference. Actually, there, it's crazy how big of a difference it is until you actually think about it. So, um, Killen, you want to give a comment on it? Mr. Yes. Yeah. It's a sad day for the questions. Because <laughs> I'm sure you're sad. I'm sure you're sad. <laughs> it's going to be... I hear people saying, like, it's not much different, like, it's better versus Priest now, but in reality, it's very close to trash now. Like, the difference is so massive because, like, a lot of times post-quest, like, even versus Q-Blocks right now, like, they're getting you down to, like, two or three cards left in your deck when you kill them. Like, they can deal with a lot of your threats, these control decks have so much removal, and just having all of your minions weaker, it's harder for you to, like, win your post-quest. It's harder for you to, like, trade, take a value trade, bounce a minion, play it again for more value. Because a lot of times your minions just die now to, with four life. So mm-hmm. and the it's- only potential upside I see is, like, later game when they have, like, a Primordial Drake or something. You could have Sonya and a Charger post-quest, and your minions will actually die to the taunt now. So you can keep them going, but that's pretty niche considering Void Lords are still three attack and yeah. I don't see much upside to this at all. On the and on the flip side, it's much worse with Sasagra now. It was already bad with Sasagra, but now like with the wild spine only healing for four and yeah. Everything. This thing across the board is worse. <laughs> like it's it's kind of crazy. Uh, the but most the interesting thing is Go ahead. It's one of the few cards that got nerfed twice in the history of Hearthstone. There's only like that true? two cards. 
No. I think only no, Unleash the Hounds no. was from Commander and this. No, Buzzard, got, got, Buzzard got nerfed twice. Uh, no, no, Buzzard, Giant got, no, nerfed no, Buzzard twice. got nerfed twice. I for <laughs> sure, bro, bro, Buzzard got nerfed twice. Molten Giant got nerfed twice yeah. because it Molten got nerfed did. from 20 to 25, yeah. and then it got put back to 20, and that made my Holy Wrath worse. Oh. Yeah, yeah. What else? What else? There's gotta be something else. This is like a trivia question, dang it. But very few cards. Yeah, very few yeah, cards did, sure. There's three, unless I'm like... I mean, I wasn't around for Beta or Alpha or Omega, so... Yeah, those, I, those don't count. Those were just some ridiculous <laughs> cards back then. I mean, we had like, you know, clerics and dwarves, you know, Dark Iron Dwarves that were... But they only got a single nerf, though. Those weren't, those weren't doubled. So, um, yeah, to your point, there's not very many. So having this nerf twice just shows you how how uh, off they were against <laughs> in the initial design. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so to Callan's point, Killen's point, um, it's 4-4 four, four is just such a big difference. Like, trading, you can't even trade well anymore. Like, even hitting, say, like a Void Lord, you have to hit it three times before you kill the thing. And... Uh, you still survive it at least, but you you, you I, have to you have to do that. It dies to flame strikes. It dies to to primordial drakes. It dies to dies to a lot of things now. That it, it's like it on the, but on the the counter argument is Warlock also got nerfed so much. Like we basically have to compare the nerfed quest with the yeah. Nerfed but the other control, control the other control decks did, are so much better now against this this. Uh, oh, do they? I think okay, so. Tontru is still Tontru it still gets destroyed, right? Yeah, Tondruid still has struggles because the the most of them but are three it's damage. It's better versus priest, right? It's it it still destroys priest quest mage. It still destroys warrior. But like, what other control decks are we? I think it destroys still all the control decks. It's it's only warlock, but also warlock got nerfed, right? Does, so does it destroy priest? Now that I mean, I, I feel like priest. Will, I think priest no lives. Longer it. Can do it. It's, oh, I mean, that's a good point. Actually, the problem Ooh. with that is versus priest, it didn't matter because. They had the Anduin to start shipping you down. So you just post yeah. quest, you just play one minion a turn until they play Anduin. Then you flood the board and you just like you sprout your minions the same. in a place where you'd win oh, okay. anyways. So I feel like it doesn't help you versus priest at all. I think it's still worse versus priest. And Is it? it's one I mean, you, you, you probably you probably no get death. one extra turn as a priest with with such less you know, like I think you're buying one extra turn by lessening the damage of these things. So he might. He might get like an extra turn, the priest. I'm not, I'm not sure if that improves it a bunch or not, but and I honestly, control warriors might just be able to fatigue you at this point. Mm -hmm. I'm, I mean, mm -hmm. I'm not certain, but unless you have like Valera on nine, then you, might, you have might to run Valera now. Like with the deck, yeah. you have yeah. to run Valera now. I was gonna say, like a lot of people, a lot of people are still like, "Oh, this card's good." Whatever, yeah. Like I've heard, I've heard arguments for both. Like this card's dead. This card's good. This card, like, it's gonna be hard to tell until it gets put into the ecosystem. But the one thing a lot of people neglect is imagine taking your whole deck and saying minus one, minus one to everything. Like, just every single minion from now on has minus one, minus one. Like, would you play that deck? Probably not. And that's literally what just happened. But, okay, okay, another thing is, though, I thought Quest Rogue, when I did, like, analysis for this expansion, I thought it was absolutely unplayable tier six because you lost oracles, you lost patches, <laughs> you lost... Uh, the bounce back guy, yeah, ferryman. Yeah. You lost so much. The deck was already nerfed to five bounce man, and it was it's still like one. But you got vicious scale high. You got yeah. vicious scale that was high. Enough. But you, you got that Sonya. Was I mean, Sonya. Well, then you you were forced to play Zola. I mean, Zola replaced the ferryman, right? And then 
Um, and then Sonya was was able to be exploited, right? So it, it's they got pieces to replace. Is kind of what I'm saying. They weren't. It wasn't well, equally as good, but it was pretty close. Well, with Sonya, you have like you used to have two chargers. Now you have three essentially because you then picked up Scalehide, which is actually. I don't know how many people understand how like how relevant that is, yeah. but when you go Sonya step or whatever, and then you have the scale hide that just keeps running into things, and you're gaining life. Like scale height was such an important, crucial part of that deck mm-hmm. that like a lot of people just like just don't think of because scale height's not like that big of a card. It was made for this deck. <laughs> like it was really was almost, it was made for this deck and Rexar. Yeah, Rexar too, <laughs> but it's crazy good. Um, yeah, anyways, Quest Rogue, I I know some people here will be sad, but I won't be sad that the Quest Rogue is gone <laughs> just because I've never, I don't know. It, it I, I think Quest um, Quest Rogue in the event meta was definitely viable and it's just such pol- it's just so polarizing, right? It's just so good against control decks that it was never going to be that interesting to watch. It was starting to get a little interesting against control lock, you know, like the really really good control lock players. But in the end, like really good rogue, uh, quest rogue players beat them, so it's like when we had the D Reds, we at least had set like some sort of counterplay, and you saw people like you know trying to kill the minions that you bounce back. But now with Sonia, it really is just solitaire. You do your thing, you, you always complete the quest, right? And I will probably just lose. <laughs> it's yeah. actually what do you do? And then Probably Valera solitaire. is the worst. Valera with uh Zola and what is the other card? Just a bounce back, but you can go in almost infinite. Oh yeah, where you just you play Zola and then you play the Shadow Zola thing, and then yeah. Zola oh, that again. was so yeah. much fun! I did that. I That's did that at least little. three times last night on the ladder, <laughs> and I just went Zola, 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 and it was so much fun. I would go like so I would go like scale height off of Sonya, and then I'll go Zola to scale height, Zola, Zola, Zola. <laughs> and, and it was against a control warrior too. Oh my god! It was actually against a control warrior, and they sat there and looked at it for a second, and they were like. <laughs> Clear the board, and then I went Zola, Zola, Zola. Oh, <laughs> man. Such yeah. interactive much wow. It was yeah, fun. There, I enjoyed it. There, there's so many it sick was. combos you can do with, like, Shadow Step and, you know, man, Shadow Step Sonya, all these crazy things you can just do with it, and it's it's not fun playing against. Again, it's it's one of those decks that's actually fun to play, but just not fun to play against, and I, I can do without that deck and be okay with that. Uh, so let's talk about the... Um, I guess what happens now? Like, what? Anything rise? Are we gonna? Gar, you mentioned Hunter. You think Hunter will actually become good? Yeah. Um, um, a lot okay. of people talk about Priest just being our new Overlords. Is that gonna be true? Okay. Uh, the the thing is, uh, like, because I play a lot of Hunter, uh, the two worst matchups are right now. I think Paladin and and Warlock. The reason why Paladin is because of Call to Arms. It comes down before your Spellstone, and Spellstone yeah. is your main win condition. Then it comes down one turn before. It's a huge deal. And now that that is gone. Huge deal for the entire deck. And Volok was out to lose because Lecky comes down too fast and then you just lose. How do you kill a Void Lord? I think that's a huge deal, like the nerves for the class. So, like right now, as we saw in the HS replay stats, Hunter is like the least played class in the game, like mm-hmm. the worst class besides Shaman, and it will definitely rise. Yeah, I think one deck that's going to come strong is Aggro Mage, just like. We saw the nerfs to Warlock and Paladin. It's like, with those two bad matchups becoming good... Well, not good matchups, but Paladin becoming kind of irrelevant and then Warlock becoming a better matchup, it's going to be really hard to keep down Aggro Mage. 
Yeah, that's so. gonna be interesting. Maybe we'll see a warrior reaction to it, right? Just at least some kind of healing, heavy healing type of uh, deck. It's either that or you go the opposite direction, go faster, right? Something like a rogue, or I, I don't know. Some, some. Uh, it, it, I think seeing some of that in the meta will shake things up quite a bit, which is good. Uh, it, yeah. it, the first time we saw Mage, it did shake up the rock paper scissor meta. So um, you know, it's got a way of doing that. <laughs> like, but yeah, uh, sure. Jace, what do you think? What do you think is going to start popping up here? Mm, Zulok and Pyro Warrior. Zulok. Pirate <laughs> Warrior. Are you Come serious? Zulok and Pyro Warrior. Pirate you know Warrior. What? You know what? Their worst matchups. <laughs> their worst matchups were uh, Warlock and Paladin, and now Paladin doesn't exist. And Warlock, you know, that Voidlord's not going to save him from a Pirate Warrior curve when it's coming down on turn seven with four healing. Even when you got the spellbreaker with them, so I'm playing. I'm playing either a deckhand or a town crier on one. I'm equipping a the woodcutter's axe, and I'm just going face. I'm with you on that one. Thank you, Killer. We're bringing Pirate Warrior back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you know that was that was one of the things about this expansion was the. Um, it was, you know, just a lot of the um, what you call it the the rush minions, right? Like to really. Uh, create this strong opening curve for Warrior. And we haven't really gotten a chance to see it too much because, like you guys said, those two decks or those two cl classes were, were holding it da down. So, you know, we're talking about trying to feature some Witchwood decks or some Witchwood cards. That's going to be definitely one way of doing it is bringing, bringing those cards to the table. Um, I don't know. I feel like, can, can't you just, like, throw in tar, tar Greepers and Apple Bombs into, like, Control Lock and it's fine against that stuff? I mean, it doesn't feel like too hard of a solution to to adapt I mean, into that. Like, yes, but I can kill a, a Tar Creeper and an Apple Bomb. I can't kill a Void Lord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. True. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. In terms of, I don't know what else I would think. How, how do we think like Taunt Druid's gonna look? Um. After this, is it going to be any you know more powerful or not? It's never hasn't been great on ladder, right? It's always been more of an event meta type of thing. Uh, is it going to? I don't know. Is it going to do better now that like Quest Rogue is gone? It was like an auto loss against Quest Rogue. I think if Mulek Paladin is similarly strong as even Paladin now, not mm -hmm. so much will change. <laughs> it it, it kind of comes down to if we will have still tier one warlock lists. If you have Mulek Paladin and tier one warlock list, then Almost nothing changes. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I just don't think Tantru is like innately that powerful of a deck. So mm -hmm. I feel like the meta is going to need to be like in a really good place for it to be able to be a top tier deck. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I agree with Killen on top of. I think one of the issues with Tantru is just uh, oh, where was I going with here? It's it's like Killen was saying. It's not innately a powerful deck in my opinion. It also just has a lot of like. Like matchups that people may consider a favor that I think are actually like not that good or 50-50 at most. On top of with all of these nerfs, there's gonna be new decks in the format. Like for instance, I think uh, like Big Mage might get more popular because it, it it might be like Big Mage might be good enough to be popular um, because everything else basically got nerfed and that's still around. And yeah, it's like okay against most things. Maybe it's bad against Priest, but other than that, it's like fine. Um, and then Big Mage just absolutely destroys that deck. Um, and if that, if Big Mage does come into the forefront more often, uh, then it's like Tondra just is like abysmal versus that matchup because they just polymorph your minion and now Witching Hour is literally uh, three mana, give your opponent a water elemental. 
<laughs> That'd be crazy. All right. So here's the, the big question uh, for this is, you know, one of the main goals of this was to actually get more Witchwood cards in. What is the deck that best represents the Witchwood right now uh, that you've seen anywhere? Like anybody's built has a, you know, has enough Witchwood cards to, to really classify it as a Witchwood deck. What would you say that that is? Pirate Warrior. Pirate Warrior? No, I honestly have no clue. Like, I honestly... Uh... It has to be like the Disguise Toast OTK Boar Hunter. <laughs> but it can't be a good deck. Yeah. I, I don't think we... Remember the, remember the Hunter we were playing with the, the Dire Grizzly and the... Oh, I'm sorry, the... The Grizzly yeah. and then the Dire... What's the Dire thing again? Dire Maul? Is it, what, what was it? What's the one that copies? Dire Frenzy. Frenzy, Frenzy. Yeah, Dire Frenzy. Yeah. Um, that one's pretty good. I think that one has a lot of Witchwood. That, uh, I, I don't think it's necessarily good yet, but mm. that one was pretty good. The Tracker, right? God, the Tracker's such a good card. I really hope that Hunter does get some looks. Like That, that would make a big difference, I think, for the Witchwood. Um, yeah, anybody in chat know of one? Oh, Catherine, yeah, Catherine Frenzy was the deck. It was really, really good. Um, okay, well, uh, you know, these, for sure, these nerfs are going to shake things up, so, um, we'll get a chance to look, we'll see if <laughs> Murloc Paladin continues the Paladin streak, uh, but, um, for sure, I think we'll, we'll see people trying some things in the first week. I don't know what day it comes out, though. I think there's speculation as to whether it's next Tuesday, next Thursday, or the Tuesday or Thursday after that. Uh, what do you guys think? Any guesses? It, it's probably at a bad time, knowing Blizzard. <laughs> okay, so DreamHack Austin starts on June 1st. So yeah, four let's days an hour before DreamHack Austin <laughs> starts. Oh, oh, that would be <laughs> so bad. That would be so bad with Call to Arms. There's been an emergency patch three hours before the season ends. It's not even like, it's like <laughs> during the season end. Just when everyone's hiring <laughs> and everyone's client just shuts down. Next thing you know, it's like, new patch! And everyone's like... <laughs> yeah. Would you okay? Here's a, here's a good one. If you're going to DreamHack Austin, um, and it hasn't come out like a week before, <laughs> like what decks do you bring? Do you bring Paladin and Warlock at all? I'm pretty sure they already said that it was gonna be with the nerf. I think DreamHack announced it. Like, okay, so it's with nerf the nerf patch. Okay, okay. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Oh, but okay, the okay. the issue is depends on winning. It depends on when it comes out to see how much testing we actually have to do. For instance, if it comes out um, immediately after APAC, which would be the 22nd, I believe, is that Tuesday. Mm -hmm. um, if it comes out that day, we have like about a week and a half to test. If it comes out the 29th, which is the next Tuesday, we have two days at most to test. <laughs> so it, it literally oh depends God. on when this comes out. Um, I, would, I would presume that it comes out the 22nd just because I feel like they would, would want to get playoffs over with. And then as soon as playoffs are over with, they want to get new stuff. That way, like from a viewer standpoint and from a player standpoint, they can start viewing the new stuff and playing the new stuff. And it wouldn't be fair to contenders at DreamHack Austin if they had two days. But then again, you never know. Like I said, it could come out the hour before DreamHack Austin. And yeah, yeah. you never know. Yeah. I think the 22nd is a real safe bet. Just yeah. Tuesday. They already said they want to do it after the HGT. That's right after. So I think 22nd is a safe bet. Okay, yeah, twenty second, I think would be great. Given that it's uh, it's nine days even before the end of the ladder too. So, I, I, in a lot of ways, I think it would be a pretty good timing for that. Um, 
Exciting times, though, guys. So we'll we'll definitely be on the lookout for that. Uh, if you guys didn't see the the IGN interview, um, Cam Cam Shea did a really good interview with XR and, and Peter Whalen, answering a bunch of questions in regards to each of these uh, balance changes, and they kind of give their thoughts behind it too. But, you know, lot, lot, most of them seem pretty sound, so uh, definitely check that out. And uh, hopefully, uh, Peter and XR or Dean do more of these type of interviews and and are more open about it. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, oh, you know, one thing I didn't mention about Peter. So, you know, our friends at the Angry Chicken did an interview with Peter, right? And they asked him about the tournament mode that, you know, that just the, uh, any updates in the tournament mode. And, you know, it was announced that they weren't going to have bans in in the tournament mode. Kind of wanted to see what you guys thought about that because they, they still plan on releasing it without bans. And um, if you guys... You guys care enough about not having bans in the first iteration of a tournament mode, or do you think it it's like something that must be in iteration one? I find it weird for practice, but I, I already said it's weird that ladder we qualify mainly through ladder for ACT playoffs and whatnot, yeah. and the actual tournaments always have a ban. And the main way to gain points is always without a ban. Yeah. Basically, it's a no ban format ladder, and it is always weird for me. And if you have tournament world, let's say as, as a form of practice and there's no ban and then the main tournaments all, all have a ban, it's, it's, I don't know. It's hard to imagine when we don't actually have a tournament board and play it. It's a different environment, right? Yeah. We, we currently have it already. Like the ladder is, is a completely different playing experience to qualify for, you know, more of a tournament experience. So, you know, it's closer. You know, we, we will have like brackets and things like that, you know, with, with, uh, um, you know, just picking three decks or whatever, but I, I think it's three decks, but you just won't be able to ban, you know, anything. So I don't know, you two guys, you know, obviously playing recent events, I think it's ne like a, a necessity. Well, the, the thing is, if they let us pick four decks and like, and then we just like message our bones, our bands, like it would be fine, I guess. But like, if they want to change the format of the tournament, then it's like, I don't see any point in using the mode or playing with it at all because the HCT tours are all with one band, so it would just be a completely different format and no one, no competitive players at least would use the tournament mode. So I'm not sure if they just plan on having us do bands manually or if they want to change the format up. No, completely. I think it would be done just automatically. Like you would have a selector, you know, like it shows you what your opponent's classes are and you just choose the one you want to ban and then it would start. Yeah, I think it's a. Yeah, I think it's gonna be like an automated system, and like, yeah. I'm fine with it. But I, 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 what I don't want them to do is implement this beta version. I'm gonna call it a beta version because that's what it seems like to me. I, I feel mm -hmm. like in the real version they're gonna have a way to ban things. I don't think yeah. they plan to just like, I guess, just half do it or whatever you want to call it, where they just like, ah, eh, yeah, here it is. Here's to appease the competitive players, whatever, yada yada. Um, I think. As long as it's a beta version and they don't implement this and force us to use that system until it is completely done, I think it is fine because obviously you have to put it live to test things to make sure that it works properly and that it actually does do what it's supposed to do. So if they do that and they say, all right, here's the initial version. It's just going to be three decks. Yeah. You pick your three decks. You play through the tournament. If you win, I don't know, you get a cookie or pack. I don't, I don't, I don't care what the prize is. Just so that people can test it. And that way they can say, all right, this is a big, this this works. Now let's implement a ban and make you pick more decks. Let's try and implement LHS. Let's try and implement yeah. Conquest. 
I'm fine with whatever as long as it's a beta and as long as they don't force us to use it for HCT until it's done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. That's fair. Uh, yeah. We're just, I'm just going to be happy if something, <laughs> you know, some kind of tournament <laughs> comes out and they can work from there. Clearly, they know they're, you know, you're going to get a lot of feedback from us, but um, they've already thought about a lot of these things too. I mean, these are not, there's not rocket science here, you know, in terms of figuring out what formats to use, adding bands or no bands. So I'm not too worried about that it'll get to a really, really good state pretty quickly once it's launched, but, um, the sooner they can do it, I think the better it will be, you know, and, and people, I know people will react negatively, be, you know, if it's not like perfect right off the bat, but the beta tag will definitely help with that. Um, okay. Well, anyways, why don't we move on talk about the HCT America playoffs before I do, I just want to give a quick shout out to some of our patrons that support the show. If you want to support value town, go to patreon.com slash valued value town and make a pledge today. I uh, want to thank some of our patrons, of course, uh, Mike T, our legendary producer, Bruce, uh, Bryce L, David C, or Dave C, <laughs> Devin Y, Danny H, Code Chemist, Howard P, Farron F, Chris Chilmall, Blake T, Nick B, Mike S, Richard G, Chris C, that's not me, and Michael H. Uh, thank you so much for supporting the show. You guys are amazing and you know, have always been the, the main reason we are able to even do this show. So, um, you know, thank you so much, guys. And that's just to name a few. We have, a, you know, more that we try to get in each and every week. But, uh, again, go to patreon.com slash valuetown. You can participate in our deck of the weeks, too, that we do each and, each and every week with our patrons. Okay, all right. So, HTT America playoffs. So, we've got one of the guys who made it through uh, to, world, the, to the championships, Killin'. Uh, and he's joined by Dog, Nagwidan, and and Rays. Um, and Re- it's Rays, right? Not Rays. And it's Rays, right? Yeah. Um, Rays, yeah. So uh, congratulations to you guys. And uh, you know the viewership I thought this weekend was you know quite good. I think that showing Dog like every other match you know might have helped, <laughs> given that I feel like he was on the broadcast at times. <laughs> but if I tuned in, I saw Dog. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But that's you know that's one way to get viewership, right? Because of that, a lot of people watch Killing, you know, play too. So there's a there's kind of a balance that needs to happen whenever you're doing uh, these type of events, and having somebody high profile like Dog is is nothing but plus, you know, for everybody. Uh, but yeah, Killing, talk to us about the experience and. Um, this is obviously the best finish you've had, right? And uh, overall, yeah. just how was it for you? Um, yeah, it was great. I mean, playoffs have always been really, like, the best tournaments run really well in, like, the highest of stakes because they qualify you for championships, which qualifies mm-hmm. you for worlds. So they are, people love watching them. And then they this time what they did actually was they made it less venues. There's, like, only three venues i think in the mm-hmm. united states yeah. so like a lot more players from like the midwest were all coming down to la and playing so i gotta see a lot more friends and hang out with all the guys so it's really cool just to have everyone at the same venue well most of the people at the same venues <laughs> so yeah it was a great experience for sure i brought up uh, i brought up the the lineups you know they like just what kind of what people brought and um you know, big thanks to Lapizard here that um, kind of posted just how each of the lineups did. And you brought the best deck, including Quest Rogue. I believe that's what the Q stands for. Um, obviously, you guys did the best with a win, <laughs> win rate of uh, 60.92% there. And um, we didn't actually see this lineup in, in the EU, EU playoffs. So Three people of the four had that lineup, or? 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, out of the top four, right? Yeah. 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 Pretty good. Pretty good this lineup, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was the lineup I wanted to bring. And then I sat there and said, I don't know. I'm not sure if I'm confident with Questrogue. And I, I thought there were going to be more Questrogues than, like, typical. So I was like, oh, I'll go with the Mage. And then, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was the worst decision ever. Oh, man. So you fell into which, – which one of these did you fall into then? Uh, cool I probably fell yeah. into I probably fell into best decks. Just regular, okay, yeah. Or I <laughs> fell into tempo. It was one of the two, maybe mid range. I think you were best decks. I think yeah. it was best decks because I think mage was considered one of the like quote unquote best decks at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but like it, I I don't know. It all depends. Like I wish I'd brought Questro because I I think I'm good enough with the deck to do well, but I didn't feel confident enough. Um. To play against certain matchups, so I was like, I'll put it on the wayside. But that was that was I think that was a lineup a lot of players were considering was the best decks plus Questrog, and obviously as you can see here, it does appear to be just like dominating. Like it just I mean, when you're playing the best decks, it just makes sense, right? Yeah. All of your decks are the best for a reason, and obviously you're gonna you know, do well with them. And as you can see by raised up guiding and killing, and even PNC making top eight just yeah, you know, mm-hmm. really well. And three at ninth. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah Trey also did yeah, Trey. ninth as well. He God, took Trey, the curse. Trey is like always there. <laughs> like, He's so guy, good. I mean, so good. he historically speaking in the America region, I mean, Trey is one of the most consistent players like in the history of Hearthstone. Um, yeah. Control. Look at so Control. Did, I mean, Fibonacci obviously did really, really well, and obviously Jordan did too. I'm surprised nobody got in with Control. It, it, it actually, um, you know, it, it did really well, right in in Europe. Uh, so I wasn't dog kind of control. He got the, he got the other tag, so I'm not sure. Other. <laughs> he got the other tag. He got the other tag. <laughs> special butterfly. <laughs> special butterfly. He got in though. His other tag. He, he's the, is this the only guy? Is this his record, basically? No, it can't be. It's, it's a losing like, record. It's a losing record. <laughs> yeah. No. Dog was dog was ten of those thirteen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's right. Actually, totally, that's probably true. To be honest, that's so funny. Um, so yeah, I mean, how did you end up choosing those decks? I mean, you guys were practicing together, right? Uh, for a time. For a time. Because, uh, so Until he he, I, he got in the mage. <laughs> got this yeah. crazy crazy idea I about a mage. Playing mage. I had none of that. <laughs> but um, so I. I got I got finished last month with uh, cube block and I'm like this deck just feels strong so I'm like I want to play cube block so I locked that in like really far in advance and then mm-hmm. Questrog I played Questrog at every single tournament since it's been released so I'm like okay I'm playing Questrog yeah and then it was basically the last two decks and Teray PNC and Nalgaiden were all in the same wavelength with me we always play those two decks so we I, we were all on Taunt Druid and Control Priest first. And then we ran a lot of sets leading up to the submissions, and like mm-hmm. with two hours left, the submissions were like, "Wait, Tontruid sucks." And then we're like, "Spiteful <laughs> Druid's good." And then we just put in Spiteful Druid, and then swapped the priest for the so different man last Alden. week. Yeah, Tontruid was yeah. super popular last week, so uh, pretty cool. How, how was it live at the venue? Was was there a fireside uh, accompanying it? Was there a lot of people there cheering you on? Yeah, I mean, there wasn't a fireside, but necessarily, like, where they could play and, like, do events, but there's a viewing party downstairs. Okay. Because our venue, like, had an upstairs and a downstairs, 
So like upstairs where the players were, and then once your game was over, you'd go downstairs and join like the viewing party, mm-hmm. just hang out. There's like they had, like uh, a place to eat at the venue, like in inside they like which place cafe. was it? Esports Arena in Santa oh. Ana. Oh, okay, yeah, the Esports Arena. A lot of people have been there. <laughs> yeah, it's a really great venue, and they had like really top of the line admins, like people working for Blizzard, top innkeepers, like mm-hmm. Bites running the event, and it just went so smoothly, especially compared to some of the other ones. So I'm really that, happy with that. That one's event. pretty local, yeah. so they they better be it better be run really really well. If not, it's like Blizzard has no excuses because they are like. 20 45 minutes away from that place super super close i believe so um yeah anyways congrats man like uh when's the the actual Thank championships you. it's uh june, june 28th to 28th, july right. 1st okay it's gonna be exciting what are you gonna do in the meantime like when are you gonna start really hitting it hard in terms of prepping whenever the nerfs hit <laughs> when the nerfs okay hit. all right so next <laughs> week basically yeah pretty much just leading up playing a lot so mm-hmm it's going to be in LA and um, yeah, I think that a lot of people are going to, especially in here in America, are going to be able to make it and cheering you on. So I uh, can't wait to see it, man. Yeah. Congrats again. Thank you. All right. And let's see, what else do we got here? Oh, we had, um, I think old guardians posted something uh, in terms of this coming week with the Asia brackets. He had um, just, I think the differences, right? Like basically, yeah. I don't know who originally posted, but I yeah. found um, at least on old guardians Twitter that it was like, oh, okay. Um, the differences, and I think I yeah, sent that to you. Yeah, let's take a look at it. And you, you, Jace, mentioned the, the big stat that stuck out to you, which was... Oh, yeah. Which one was scroll it? Scroll to the top. They can't even see it right Oh, they now. can't see it yet? Oh, my bad. Yeah, let me scroll down. Really? There, there you go. go. Yeah. 68 even paladins. That's wow. an even number. <laughs> That's crazy. Out of how many? 70-something? Uh, I would assume... Like, there has it's to like, be at least 70... It's two like, players in the tournament, wow. but uh, I mean, I could reverse engineer this real quick and tell you. <laughs> reverse engineer this. <laughs> <laughs> Give me one moment. I'll reverse engineer this and tell you how many players in the tournament. Because I'm going to go to the standings page for Hearthstone um, once I can find it. So and I believe if, how many if, players. If, have if people it. are trying to figure out what this like is, this right column here, I believe, is Europe. This middle column is America, and this is the Asia Pacific uh, region. So. We saw even Paladin go from 23 to 45 to 68. That is some serious... There are uh, 75 players in the tournament. It's only seven players are not running even Paladin. Whew. Do they have another Paladin? What are they doing? <laughs> what are they, what, <laughs> what are they <laughs> at during the memo? Wait, where, maybe maybe the they're other, all Murloc the Paladin. <laughs> no, there's not a single Murloc Paladin in the tournament. Yeah, that's right. performance at America, Jace. Zero. No, Murloc Pound is my best performing <laughs> deck. Look at Taunt. Zero. So Taunt drew at zero. So it went from pretty zero. popular in Europe. Actually, I would just classify this as popular in Europe. And yeah. lost popularity in, in America. And then now it's just completely gone. Um, Spiteful Priest, I believe this one was dog, right? <laughs> what? No. No, no, it wait. was um, Desi. No, it was Desi. Oh, Desi. Oh, Desi. Sorry. Oh, Desi. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, my bad. Um, and then Token Druid, yeah, these were not very popular. Uh, it's so funny. Yeah, so I guess not not too many things that were shut out. Um, well, Asia doesn't like bad decks apparently. <laughs> they usually do like bad decks. That's changed. it's kind of like yeah. it. Also, if you think about it, it's like Europe is like the guinea pig, 
say Europe goes in and they're like, oh, yeah. we're going to bring – that's why you see so many different decks in Europe because it's like, oh, they think this is good, that's good, and then they see how it does, and they're like, okay, we can't consider that. And then America's tries to like, innovate a little bit. So, for instance, our innovation was the uh, Odd Rogue. So, like, whereas Europe had, like, yeah. no Odd Rogues, we yeah. were like, oh, yeah, we're going to bring Odd Rogue, and we're going to drop Priest and Control Lock and uh, uh, Taunt Druid. And then after that, uh, Apex, like, all right, well, that works, so now let's just reinforce that, and, like, that's basically what happened. Yeah. Well, it looks like Even yeah. Paladin, too. Is is even going shaman. from yeah? Sorry, even sh shaman's going from I zero to twelve. The, I think the weirdest statistic for this that I would say is that Tempo Mage had nineteen players, then it went up by ten, then it dropped by seventeen. That's the that's yeah. the, I'd say that's, the weirdest. That's the thing. Doctor J effect right there. Like yeah, it's <laughs> another ten people. To, that's no. the two eight special. <laughs> the two eight special. Oh man. Okay. Wait, so like two, it, it looks like Priest lost a lot of popularity here. Dropping from 42 to 19. Yes. But it also but, looks like they expected everyone to bring even Paladin with the decks they're bringing. Mm, it's like people point. seem to be very well prepared for even Paladin. But, at but the then same they time. would have brought more priests. That's the weird thing, right? Is that they didn't want to ban. I feel like most people are just uh, on the ban, uh, just like accepting that they're going to ban uh, Paladin. Yeah. Yeah, it's like everybody is playing these three decks and then whatever. Like, the only reason yeah. to play even Shaman is Paladin, right? Like the. Big reason. No, uh, the big reason for even Shaman is the fact that it beats Spiteful Druid. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. I'd say so yeah. too. That's, that's a good point. Well, that's interesting. What are you banning? Because it's like a new archetype people are bringing. 12 is not that little. Yeah, yeah it, it's like, because Terrence was explaining me to it. He said that it's, it's bad against like control, but it goes like 50 50 with uh, the rogues. Um, which makes it fine. It's good against Spiteful Druid. It goes like 50-50 against Paladin, so it's like decent against Paladin. And then it's good against Tempo Mage. That was the thought behind the deck, I think. Um, and as you can tell here, it's yeah. like even Paladin, Spiteful Druid. It's it's pretty bad against the Warlocks, though. I think you, I think typically when bringing the lineup, you have to ban Warlock. So like typically the lineup runs Shaman, Rogue, the Warlock, and Paladin. Um, I think is typically, or you throw in like Druid or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Well, there's one guy that's looking out for the t being televised, and it's <laughs> it's this one right here. Or Although the, the European that ran the Shutterwalk never got any any uh, broadcast love, which was kind of crazy. Who was it again, Gora? It was somebody big, right? It was it. Reina. Was it Tyler? Or... No, no, like, no. It was. Uh, I don't know that personally, but I know the tag is Reina. Oh, was it Reina? Like okay, yeah, dude. Yeah. You gotta but, show this guy. Uh, gotta show this. This guy, guy I, I think this guy's promising. This Reina, he just played like this old bad version of Shadow Shock Shaman that has like thirty eight percent win rate or something. Oh. But this guy, this uh, in Asia Pacific, <laughs> I actually played his deck, and it's really good. Yeah, I think it will yeah, surprise yeah. a lot of people. It's the Paladin matchup is really good, which is considered one of the worst matchups for Shadow Shock. Because you just play good. What? Wow. Yeah, because you you play Kalistaf and you play Curve, you play Fireflies. It's very good Oops. at contesting the board. He plays Hagata. Mm -hmm. I mean, the list is pretty solid. Like the best Shadow Shock Shaman list I've played so far. And obviously, dropping Kalistaf on two is always good. <laughs> and you play a bunch of minions, so. You just have these random win conditions. It's, it's isn't it? Isn't it that you not you don't necessarily have the guaranteed win condition at the end though? You oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, yeah, I think people just accept that now. I think this is the way to go with Shadowstock right now. That you kind of have to gamble a little bit. What? Take the twenty percent that your grumble goes first. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, but see, uh, but you play yeah. Zola as well, so you kind of have to. Yeah, you can bounce it. Yeah, you can bounce it. Yeah, you have yeah. some some kind. Of, some well, Zola sports. requires another minion on board. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. The Serenite goes yeah. off in the Zola. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah. You, you get Grumble and Zola before Serenite. So both yeah. of them have to happen beforehand. That, that happens okay. all the time. I mean, that that's a general. No, no, no. no. <laughs> happens all the time. I mean, that, I mean that that kind of situation like could happen, right? Like, and any, usually your Zola also Serenite, so you tend to play like three Serenite, so you ha- still have to cast, you know. Yeah. Grumble and yeah. Zola before your free Serenites or two Yeah, Serenites. it's unlikely, yeah. but uh, depending on how lucky you feel, uh, depends on how often <laughs> it happens. I just say this is You could win, you could win the APAC <laughs> playoff here, <laughs> depending how lucky just you gonna are. Just gonna flip some coins, dude. Exactly. Brace Hearthstone. No problem, man. It's like simple. I like it. <laughs> it feels much better, this list, for sure. And you don't need this, but what I like it. You can just win with Kalasev on two and just play big minions. Like, Serenite, Chain Gang, top deck after Kalasev is good in every deck, apparently. <laughs> is it? You think so? Yes. Yeah. Oh yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Didn't know that. Yeah. Except for maybe <laughs> never, My opponents have never dropped a 3-4 uh, taunt and some of another 3-4 taunt on turn 4 against me. <laughs> never had that happen. Oh it's God. like you play Shadow Shaman and you, you win with like non-Shadow cards. Right, right. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be on at a, probably a weird hour, unfortunately. It's in the other side of the world for uh, the folks, at least here, that are probably listening to the show. But uh, you can definitely check the VODs out on. It's, it's going to be on Play Hearthstone, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, we'll see who uh, the four opponents is for, right, from APAC? That's going to be facing off against Killin' here. Yep. Poor people. Yeah. Yeah, Killin', you only have to play against <laughs> APAC players. Yeah. Nobody yeah. Only for it. Dude, that APAC four. region, that APAC region <laughs> that is like... It's like the region to beat, you know, after last, uh, after the World Championships, right? Like, so we'll see who ends yeah. up coming, to, or at least representing them in the first season here. All right. Well, why don't we, uh, why don't we move on to, um, Gar has a deck of the week that uh, he thought would be really, really cool for everybody to play this week. Uh, for those of you wondering what deck of the week is, it's something that we do with everybody that uh, watches or listens to Value Town. We, we post it on the Patreon page. So if you go to patreon.com slash Value Town, you'll see the, the deck of the week each week. And um, we just have everybody play it. You send your winning percentages, you know, email ValueTown at chamanv.tv or ValueTown at uh, hearthsome.net. And we will... Um, really discuss just the the winning percentages we all had and i have like a mini show on mondays where i do like a 30 minute like audio only show and we have patrons actually come on and be our guest and talk about the uh, deck of the week and just some of the cool plays that we see with it this week there's gonna be some cool plays like definitely gonna be some cool plays with this <laughs> this warlock deck that we've uh we're gonna give a try which has summoning portals and azelinas and King Togwaggles. You you had me at Azelina and King Togwaggle. <laughs> Once you said those two things were, you know, and you said we should do this deck of the week. Sold. You totally do yeah. it. <laughs> so talk about this deck, Gar. Like, what what is this, man? So first of all, it was like I have this challenge going on on my stream. If someone donates like five dollars or donates five hundred bits, they can like force me to play a deck on on stream. And someone donated this yesterday. His name is Doomhammer Origin. Shout outs to him. Uh, <laughs> And usually people force me to play like the worst decks, like Odd Priest and like some super greedy version of Odd Priest and whatnot. And this is basically also like super meme. But when I played it, it felt actually super strong because if you look at it, it has a lot of anti-aggro. It has double Doomsday, double Beetle, 
Farseer, uh, double defile, double coil, double ooze. Like you have basically all po- the post nerf meta. Cheap, yeah, all cheap <laughs> anti aggro cards that you can possibly play in Warlock, and you have the guaranteed win against control. So it plays out quite strongly. And the way how it works is against slower decks, obviously what you want to face is you, you know, play Lecky on five and you want to play Hammett on six and then how you will just drop everything, you know, <laughs> remove basically 90% of your deck and all you have left is Lecky, the full combo, the Void Lords and Gul'dan. So you will have like a Lecky that pulls a Void Lord usually on, on seven and then you go... Just uh, you tap, you basically draw then every piece, you will have everything t- by turn 11, and then you will play Void Lord on 9 usually, you Google down on 10, and then you steal your deck, his uh, your opponent's deck with Summoning Portal, into Summoning Portal, into facing a Summoning Portal, and then you play uh, Gra- uh, for 2 That's mana, like- and Asalina for 1 mana, you basically take their deck, take their hand, and you also have the Rumble, I think it's called Rumble? Rum, I don't know what the five mana card is called. I think it's called Ransom. Rumble. Well, Ransom, Ransom, exactly. So basically, if they want to switch back the deck, you just take it back. So it's basically guaranteed yeah. to win. And you know what they have in their hand. So there's basically nothing. And usually, it's very difficult to kill you when you have a Gul'dan with two Warlords on board. Basically, that's the turn where they have to kill you. And after they remove that somehow, you will again have a full board. So it's almost like it's really impossible to beat you because they have to remove your free summoning portal somehow because all your entire new hand is super cheap like your doom guards cost one mana basically everything costs one mana. it's it's crazy powerful wow <laughs> i feel like I just, read, I just read cliff notes or something <laughs> you know, yeah, right? just like... the only the only uh-oh moment is when you do the combo and then you see an azalina in their hand and they didn't have tog waggle and, <laughs> oh, and, no. and then you just get destroyed yeah yeah <laughs> no this sounds like fun uh Man, Hemet's in here too. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> I haven't seen Hemet. It's the most since... important card. Yeah, yeah. It's the most important card Yeah. Kills like ten, <laughs> like 20 cards, basically. It's pretty awesome. All right, so anyways, I'll post this, guys, on the patreon.com slash Town site, so be on the lookout for that. It'll have the deck codes too, so easy to cut and paste and start <laughs> trying to win with this deck. I wonder what the winning... Pre- What's your win percentage with this? Um, I, I, I went to, uh, 12 and 2. And I wanted to submit it for two. Twelve because, and two. Oh my yeah. god! Okay. Because I was I was destroying every slow deck like priest, mage, control locks, cube locks, and yeah. it wasn't even close. Like th- they had Rin on curve, and then I just waited for them to Rin me, and then I switched <laughs> them this empty deck. It was actually hilarious, and oh, it, it felt faster than Rin because oh, if god. you get, yeah. all you have to do is just draw Hammett. It's like. Imagine you just have to draw Rin. You don't even have to play the seals. That's how it feels. You draw the Hammett and then you will have the combo. Because they, like one counter to it would be Nomferatu after you play Hammett, but nobody plays Nomferatu right now. I can't think of other like viable counterplay. I have a feeling I'm going to lose 10 times with this deck before okay, I, I learn I, I, how I, to I, even play this deck. I'm going to go I've, 0 and 10 and then start start from there. I, I have to point out what it feels weak to. I think it feels weak to Spiteful through it because okay. uh, you don't have Twisting Nether or like uh, Godfrey. Or, like It's bad against Giants in general. Like You only have the... I think this is not even the optimized version. 
I just thought it's like the first version, I would say. I'm pretty sure you can improve it. Okay. But okay. Uh, I also, the deck played only one Lecky because uh, you cycle your deck and you just want to have combo pieces usually and you will play Void Lord on, on 9. So I think the nerfs doesn't actually affect the deck too much. So this is kind of cool and maybe it's pretty bad because it's not very interactive. <laughs> right, right. Okay. Well, anyways, very fun deck. And uh, yeah, thanks for bringing that, Gara. And whoever submitted to him, that's <laughs> a very, very, very cool thing. Let's go into Q&A. We've got a question from Cameron, one of our patrons. Uh, question is, what general tips do you have for players to hit legend who aren't full-time and who have never hit legend before? I play outside of work a lot, make a lot of good runs, have hit legend once, but often find myself getting distracted by playing new or fun decks. If I'm struggling, what general tips should I work on improving on? Like studying opponent's decks, play better around, all around, or deck selection or whatever. Yeah, so what do you, what do you guys think? Like, I, I definitely struggle, too, sometimes with not having um, decks on multiple regions. And it's just like, God, if I want to play this fun deck, I kind of have to screw up my, my main account, you know, or at least my, my uh, ladder, uh, laddering account. So, um, yeah, any, anybody have any suggestions for the Cameron here? Uh, okay, you you can start. Yeah, I was just gonna say that um, most of the time, the if if you want to play fun decks but still get legend, the best way to do it is usually like play fun decks early on and like just enjoy the early of the month because it's a lot easier to get legend later in the season. Mm -hmm. Uh, just because most like of the normal legend players are already legend already, so you're playing it's like lower skill cap players later on. So I'd say try go for your legend climb at the end of the month. Personally. Okay, Gar, you're gonna add on to that. Uh, what I would always advise uh, people is to master the best aggressive deck. I oftentimes use aggressive, especially if I go on multiple servers to legend. I mean, for the past month, few months, I always climb free servers to legend, and the most effective way is to play the best aggressive deck. Usually, it's easier to learn. And it's usually cheaper as well. Mm. Like crafting some, I don't know, for big priest or whatever, and then the deck becomes bad is usually not good for newer players because they have very little dust. For example, now learning even Paladin is very good, like for the last two months, <laughs> and mastering the deck. You see like a lot of streamers. Yeah. Also, for learning the deck, you see uh, a lot of good team uh, streamers like Tyler. So playing even Paladin, that helps for you to improve and to learn how to play the deck. And it's the fastest deck to get a legend. You have to invest the lowest, like the smallest amount of time. And it's just a good deck. And it has so many upsides playing aggressive decks. Yeah. So, yeah. This was the first season I, I played even Paladin legitimately. You know, I definitely would here and there played it like last month, but uh, this month was the first time I really wanted to just figure out even Paladin. And yeah, it's super good. <laughs> I think my win percentage was like 70% with that deck. Uh, laddering up, and then I was telling the guys that I, or I think I, I told you guys earlier that I, I got up to like rank one five star, and I was just, I got bored like at that moment. I don't know why that moment. <laughs> I just got bored and said, screw it, I don't want to get legend. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. But I said, I'm just going to play Control Warlock because I, I feel like I don't understand this deck well enough. And then I've just been tanking ever since. So, uh, but that deck was. It just performed phenomenally, and then we had the the little bit of a tweak in there when you know Sixos. We did it for Deck of the Week last week, Sixos version. You know, with the uh, um, the sword. What's the sword called again? Va Valinir. Val Valinir. Yeah, Valinir. 
that that kind of optimization with the Argent Commanders and ended up like I think pushing it even higher just for at least that brief period too. Um, but that's a good one, and I think it's good advice too, Gara. Just playing an aggressive deck and grinding it out. Like just you have to grind that's, games, and if you play like Control Warlock and and those, it takes forever to get. To it's Legend. like I, I want to say like, because I can really relate to that. When I started playing Hearthstone. I, I had no money. Like for me, I really had to play free to play. I had to play arena to gain gold, to to craft my first constructed deck. And I played like the first face hunter. And I got to like rank one, rank two legend on two servers. Mm -hmm. But I couldn't craft like Lero in the second server. So I can really like, like Argo decks are usually the cheapest decks. And they're not necessarily worse. For example, right now, even Paladin is easily a top tier deck, or probably maybe even the best deck in the game. Well, clearly it's Good the best APAC, 68 players. Yeah, it's Bring crazy. It it's it's crazy. It but it's an epic card now, I call to arms. Yeah, a lot of yeah. these good cards are epic, unfortunately. Yeah. I'm getting mad dust. Yep, that's right. <laughs> oh, free dust. That's Yay. true. Make sure to get those free dust, that's for sure. I crafted them golden just in time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Smart investment. Wait, is yeah. that actually a good investment? We don't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a good investment. We don't think about it, we just do it. <laughs> think about it. Wait, does it make that, like, if your jugglers are not golden, will it pull them out and turn them into golden? No, it pulls no. out uh, mm. common, but when you have a fully golden deck, it then pulls them out golden. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. it pulls, it does, it does, for some reason, it does stick to your collection in that particular case. Yeah. That's weird. Some other things don't, right? Yeah. Some other things produce golden. It's like weird, right? Like if you have a golden minion that dies and then you had a common Nizoth and you brought it back, it would come back golden. Um, mm -hmm. I think. But if you have a golden Nizoth, did it? I, I thought it did. Maybe it didn't. No. Oh, okay, yeah. never mind. I, uh, I had a golden Nizoth, so like I always had golden minions, so I just assumed they were all golden. <laughs> Why would you assume that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I not, better. You just play Zola, and you know, she makes everything golden, man. Yeah. Is there a reason to craft Zola in golden? There's no reason, right? Yes, because no. the first Zola that hits the board is going to be... No, no, it's because the you're going to play the Zola. It's matching. It's gonna be, you can match it. But, okay, here's... The, well, you, have to, you also have to craft Valera golden. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm mistaken. Because if Valera's uh, not golden, what's going to happen is your card's not golden, then you're going to common Zola... And then you're going to feel so ashamed of yourself when you're going infinite, but then one of your Zolas is always common, and then two of them are always golden. Like, well, no. So it's only the first one that's gold. After that, all the rest of them are yeah, golden. Yeah, just get the first one killed. Like, just throw her out there. Yeah, yeah exactly. Get killed. always <laughs> brings you a common copy, though. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, When you yeah, play it on yeah, board. Yeah. Wait. But but the the one you're gonna be playing is gonna be golden, so it's gonna give you a co golden copy. Yeah, right? at least have yeah. You but have but one. you will summon a normal copy from the Valera because you have to go golden copy, normal copy, golden copy. No, you sure about that? You normal copy, golden copy, Go and then you bring back. <laughs> You you get a golden copy in your hand after that. Those two can die. Whatever the hell, right? But like, the shadow the shadow spell that you get um is always common unless Valera is golden. Yeah, yeah no, but as long as you have we're... one though, as long as you have one that's gold, you're, you're gonna eventually you can end up with gold and everything, right? Like if you have a golden Valera, yeah, yeah, I think right. Oh, if you have a golden yeah. Valera, it'll be golden. But if you don't, one of them will always be common because you have to play the shadow spell to get the golden copy. And that one will be common. And this is why you just craft a fully golden collection so you don't have to worry okay. about this. Oh my Good god. Point. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. 
<laughs> good point. Good point. Why are we talking about this? It's important. <laughs> the great topics we've got here for uh, Q and A here. Thanks for the question, Cam. Uh, see, next up we've got Graham F. Anyways, let's see. What do you, let's see? Um, oh, what do y'all think about classes? I guess other than the ones that currently have uh, secrets, like shaman and priest getting secrets. Uh, yeah, like I don't know, or some maybe some kind of interaction like secrets. Yeah, rip Warcraft lore. <laughs> well, we've already ripped the Warcraft lore already. I mean, we've already oh, we've already okay. de <laughs> deviated from Warcraft. Free secrets, oh no! Free <laughs> secrets. Dude, there's lots of secrets. Random has got lots of secrets, man. <laughs> oh no! What is left from the lore? Uh, yeah, I for me, it's just it, it's one of those things. Um, you know, it, it's identity, right? Like, it, it would just make the classes too similar if they all had had secrets. So, do you think yeah. we will get a new class ever? Like a tenth class? Well, it's, it's too hard uh, to change the UI, it dude. It's it, too took, hard to it, took, UI. it took two years to give us extra deck slots. <laughs> it took four <laughs> years <laughs> for a tournament mode. So I think we're on track by twenty thirty uh, to get the tenth class. I, I don't think we'll ever. I don't think we'll get the tenth class in Hearthstone. If I, I'm if I'm doing my math correctly, the tenth class should be around the time we hit Mars. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'll still be blind. So <laughs> I'll still be blind. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Imagine oh, we go to man. Mars first. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't think that's ever happened. I think I think this whole hunter you know, monster hunt thing is like gonna be the closest thing we get. Or or at least these hero cards. The fact that they're coming out with hero cards for me just completely kills the idea of, of having new yeah, heroes at so any well. point. Yeah. They wouldn't have done that. If we were gonna have new heroes, they would have that would have happened already. So um can't blame them. It's hard. It's hard to come out with a new hero. And then we're talking like a whole new set of class cards, whole new set of balancing, like a hero power. It's already hard enough to balance one, the nine hero powers that we see, much less the the, the hero cards too. They would also uh, have to do it. They would also have to do it kind of as its own like expansion kind of thing, which I don't think a lot of people would be happy with because then it wouldn't be like you're adding stuff to new classes. You're just putting a whole new element in the game. Yeah. Um, on top of, they would have to make sure it was during a set rotation because if they didn't do it during a set rotation, then literally every other class in the game would have more cards than the new uh, like yeah. class would. On top of, uh, that would also increase every single time they release a new set by like 12 cards which i'm sure it's like hard to develop as many cards as they do now so i imagine like literally adding like instead of like however many cards we have now like the 120 130 or however many it is i don't know off the top of my head but then making it just add 20 more cards to the set just for another class seems too much so yeah i don't think they will but the, the main, main reason the actual yeah. main reason is the interface would be yeah that was <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seems to be a big, yeah, <laughs> a big issue. I mean, it's perfectly three by three now. Like, what are they yeah. going to do? What's going to do a 10? I mean, we can't do four. We don't have the technology, man. Yeah. You're going to click a little scroll button, and it's going to go to the next nine new classes. With one. It's just like one. And it's just and it's one like, in the middle. And then they might as well just make eight more new ones at that point. Right? This should like, tie out of the day. 
Exactly. Yeah. I have, I'm, yeah. I, shh, don't tell them. Yeah, the scroll cool. technology. The scroll technology is very important. I mean, I was the one that told them about the deck list. Y'all don't know that. I said, hey, why don't you just put a scroll bar on the bottom? And they were like, genius. Yeah. Oh I still God. haven't gotten my, my stiphoning money for it yet. I'm hoping it comes it's in scroll- It doesn't scroll. It pages. Okay, what are you talking well, about? Yeah, I, when, when you're in your collection, even, it scrolls, right? Yeah, when you're in the collection, it scrolls. Wait, are you talking? What? Are you telling me we can have more deck slots than eighteen? And you're in the collection. Oh, you're talking oh, about yeah. the rights. We're working on that now, Gar. Don't worry. I'm working on, working <laughs> a on a longer scroll bar. We're working on the thirty-six <laughs> deck select. Oh, it's man. crazy. <laughs> okay. I'm also working on card sleeves. <laughs> Jace, what about increasing the friends list from two hundred to three hundred? Okay, that's I not told you there. No, 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 no. Okay. I think so. That's not their fault, man. That's not Hearthstone's <laughs> fault. That's 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 a battle net issue, right? Um, True. We'll just blame it on Hearthstone. Yeah, just <laughs> blame it on Team Five. That's the game. Everything on Team Five. All right. Well, uh, I think we're going to wrap up. Great show, guys. It's a lot of fun. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. You guys are amazing. And hopefully you covered the nerfs and uh, everything else, so HCT and, and all the other topics we did today. If you guys got questions, definitely make sure you uh, email those to um, Valuetown at uh, either hearthsim.net uh, or valuetown at chainmanb.tv, whichever one you can remember better. Uh, I'll check both uh, emails. And um, those of you, the one thing I didn't mention is, you know, uh, maybe you guys don't know that Valuetown is a hsreplay.net show now. So uh, go and, you know, check out hsreplay.net. If you're not subscribed, got great, you know, features for premium subscribers. We'll help you, you know, find the best deck that you should be playing right now because uh, got lots of meta tier lists and matchups. And, uh, yeah, definitely go check it out today. Because you will do better on ladder, and even Paladin, you know, not there's a reason why they're all bringing it to, to Asia Pack or to uh, APAC. It's, it's definitely far up there on the meta tier list. But anyways, let's do some yeah. shoutouts. Uh, Killin, it's great to have you on first time, and again, man, congratulations yeah. on getting to the ch- championships. We're gonna be rooting for you. Thank you. Yeah, um, I just want to shout out like my team and Demic for all the support they've been giving me recently. And my teammates, Ledpay and Trey, who really just helped me prep for this tournament and win it. So, shout out to them. Awesome. Yeah, Trey was so close. <laughs> He's just going to be there next season. We just know. I mean, Trey's always there. Like, I'll be there one time. Don't worry. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> you got to relive that. We got to recreate that moment, man. Have you going deep again, man. Uh, let's see. What's the next event for you, Dr. J? Uh, I will be at, I uh, actually am casting the Test the Finals this weekend. Oh, nice. So I'll be there for that. And then after that, the first event I'll be playing in is DreamHack Austin. So I'll be there to compete for that. But as for shout-outs, just, uh, uh, I mean, playoffs was a lot of fun. Got to meet a lot of cool people. That was a lot of great. Um, shout-outs, obviously, to Killen for taking it home. It's a long time coming. So it's really exciting for everyone to see him take it home. But other than that, that's about it. All right, cool. Gara. Yeah, also shout out to the two amazing guests. It was a lot of fun. And yeah, long time coming. Also for Dog, especially. <laughs> yeah, like, I know too. That's yeah, yeah. Sure. I can't believe that he has never won like a, any big tournament, like by That's how great. good he is. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And he's such a nice guy as well. Yes. Like, yeah. he is. It's, he could be working as a model easily. 
Um, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You went for a nice Dark's guy to work on as a model. Okay. Like a nice okay. guy, good looking guy. He has it all, okay? He has He's got it all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now he has the uh, golden card back, so. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> True. He got, True. He's got it all. True. Um, <laughs> to the amazing viewers, a shout out to my Twitter, as always, to my stream, Twitch TV, Switch Garabashan. I stream every single day. Still, I haven't missed a day. Thankfully, I didn't get sick yet, so I didn't miss a day yet. So, um, and yeah, that's it. Okay, awesome. Um, let's see, what will I do? Give a shout out to obviously the three of you guys for doing the show. It was a lot of fun today, and man, I, I was I should have had something prepared today for to to uh, announce to you guys, but unfortunately, I'm gonna have to announce it like tomorrow. I for some reason I thought we were gonna have another value town before, but I've got something that's gonna be happening next Tuesday. That's not the nerf. It's actually something else. <laughs> so make sure you're watching it too. Uh, but I'll announce it tomorrow. It's a, a very special... I'll just tell you. It's a, it's a special streamer showdown. I won't tell you who's on it yet. But it's a streamer showdown Hearthstone edition. And I'll announce the lineup tomorrow. So definitely keep a lookout on Twitter. Just the stream showdown Twitter. Or uh, myself, TMNB. Uh, but follow this show's Twitter at ValuetownGG. Uh, follow, you can uh, follow HS Replay too. HS Replay Net. And uh, you can find the this show on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud.com slash ChamMV by searching for Hearthstone or Value Town. You'll find us. And the VODs are YouTube.com slash HSReplayNet or YouTube.com slash ChamMV. So whichever, we're still trying to get that over, transitioned over. It's going to take a while because everybody watches it on, on ChamMV right now. But uh, that's going to be it, guys, for the show this week. So for uh, Killin... All day. I haven't even called you like your full name yet, like this entire time. <laughs> Dr. Jikaniki and uh, Gara and myself, Cham MV. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> 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 <laughs>